the best way for me to feel those emotions and truly feel them and then be able to heal and let go of them is by putting myself in a place where I'm listening to sad music for a day or two and just... Hey everybody, welcome back to a new episode of Fuck Surviving, We're Thriving. I'm your host, Melina Lopez, and today we are going to be talking about music. Does music affect your mental health? Is music training your subconscious? Oh, gasp. I know that sounds fucking wild and like <laughs> like some like crazy ass shit to even say, but I think this podcast is going to be very educational for a lot of people. And it was really educational for me to do such a deep dive into researching this, this topic, these questions of how does music affect your mental health? How does it truly affect your mental health? How does it truly program your subconscious? Sounds fucking whack, but believe me, it's true. Okay, so let's just get straight into it. Does music affect your mental health? Answer, yes. Does music over time program your subconscious mind? Answer, yes. Here's how and here's why. So on a positive note, according to John Hopkins Medicine, listening to music activates parts of your brain that are otherwise normally stagnant, meaning normally these parts of your brain are not being activated. They're not alert, right? When you listen to music, they become alert and it can reduce anxiety. It can help regulate your blood pressure. Um, it can also help with pain management, which I was like, well, that's crazy. And it can help uh, improve your quality of sleep as well as your overall mood. And it can also help with mental alertness and your memory. So all of these are wonderful, wonderful things. And when we listen to new music, so a different genre or a different artist that we otherwise normally would not listen to, it gives our brain a challenge. It's like a like a crossword puzzle for our brain, essentially. And it helps to decrease our risk of getting Alzheimer's because the more that we challenge our brain, the better it is going to function and the less likely it is uh, going to kind of give up on us and cause memory issues such as Alzheimer's and there's a lot of other things that go into preventing Alzheimer's this is just one of the ways to help with that prevention um, and just like helping your brain be more active and smarter however not all music that we listen to is going to have a positive effect on us. Not all music that we listen to is going to help raise our vibrations to help bring us up into a place where we feel happy and thriving in our life. There are quite a few different music genres uh, that can have the complete opposite effect. And that is what I really want to talk about. So first, let's let's discuss how does this even happen? How does music even affect us at all? It's just music, right? Wrong. It's not just music. Okay, here's how. So I read an article um, that was done by the University of Maryland, and they did some research about different types of music and how it affects our subconscious mind. Um, so our subconscious mind is the part of our brain that we do not realize is actively um, kind of like controlling us for lack of a better word, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know, that probably isn't like the best way to describe it, but we're just going to go with it. Um, so I'm just going to quote part of the article really quick. Sound waves 
enter the ear as complex pressure waves, reaching the brain's auditory cortex. The more a cell discharges to a sound, the more tuned it tuned in it is to the eliciting frequency. So based on this evidence, one can conclude that the more frequently one listens to a particular song and the more frequently the song is discharged to this particular part of the brain and those brain cells, the more likely those song lyrics will be to become ingrained into the brain and thereby can result in negative behaviors. So basically what this study is saying, if you are listening to songs with quote-unquote negative messages over and over and over again, those brain waves are going to become a part of your subconscious thinking and become a part of who you are as a person. So if you're constantly listening to music that is like super, we're going to go depressing. We're just going to say, you know, it's really low. Like my life sucks. Life is so hard. Oh, nothing seems to go right for me. I'm so sad all the time. My friends suck. My family suck. Like, oh, that's just like, if that is the theme of the music you're listening to, those messages are going to be so ingrained into your brain due to how they go into your subconscious mind that you're going to start believing those messages. And your brain is not able to really differentiate between okay, this is real and this is not real. This is a song and this is what's actually happening, if that makes sense. And so if you're continuously listening to depressing music, chances are you're going to feel more depressed. It's going to negatively affect your mental health. And I'm so sorry. I just like, I'm not sick, but fuck, I feel like I'm getting sick. Hopefully not. My kids are sick. Anyways, um, yeah, it's going to start to subconscious. So it's going to start to program your subconscious mind is what I'm trying to get at. So there's actually a term for when lyrics become a part of your subconscious mind. And that term is called earworms. And that's basically when a section of a song gets stuck in your head and you can't get it out. Um, That's called an earworm. And so those lyrics and what they stand for start to become embedded in your brain. And I know that we have all experienced this, right? Like we've all been listening to a song and you're like, oh, I cannot get this out of my head. Like the same little chunk of lyrics. It's like, probably like 10 seconds over and over and over and it just gets stuck in your head. That's called an earworm. And those earworms are what start to program your subconscious mind. And this has been studied quite extensively uh, throughout different universities and different research groups. And the conclusion is, is if you are listening to a lot of violent music, hateful music, depressing music, music that is just angry and uh, really just intense, these really strong, intense um, emotions, you start to embody some of those qualities. And so I highly encourage you also, side note, sexual uh, music that really has a lot of sexualization in it is extremely impactful for both male and female listeners. It's been shown that male listeners who listen to a lot of music that uh, tend to exploit or sexualize women have a harder time being in healthy relationships and have a harder time respecting women. Um, it's, It's just what's going on. And women who listen to a lot of music where their bodies are being constantly sexualized or viewed um, as an object rather than a human being have a harder time respecting themselves and 
being in good, healthy relationships because it has been ingrained into their subconscious that this is what sex is, that, you know, that they're there for pleasure and pleasure only and, you know, fuck women, fuck respecting their bodies, yada, yada, yada. And for a lot of us, you know, if you are a young child listening to your parents' music and your parents' music had lyrics that sexualized women, that has been ingrained into your subconscious mind since you were a little, little tiny child. And your parents, I'm sure, didn't know better. And it's not like you knew better at that point. I mean, you were a kid. What can you do? So it's kind of um, it's kind of a tricky thing to deal with if you have these ideas ingrained into your brain due to the music that you're listening to. And this isn't to say that like all music is bad. Oh my goodness. Like if you have these like ideas um, or these personalities ingrained into your subconscious, like you're a lost cause, that's not the case at all. Um, I just want to help educate and help people be mindful of what they are listening to. I'm not saying never listen to a depressing song again. As someone who has dealt with depression on and off for years, sometimes I get into a slump and the best way for me to feel those emotions and truly feel them and then be able to heal and let go of them is by putting myself in a place where I'm listening to sad music for a day or two and just really embodying the sadness and singing the sad songs and feeling it. But I don't allow myself to get stuck in that. I don't allow myself to keep those sad playlists on for the next four to five weeks. I mean, I got to cut it off at some point because otherwise you just get dragged into it and stuck into this depression feeling or whatever, anger. It could be anything, right? So personally, I would encourage everyone to try and make a conscious effort to evaluate what you're listening to. What are the messages in the lyrics that you're listening to? Like, what are the tr- the real ass messages? The beat might be awesome. The vocals might be great. But what are the actual lyrics that are going into your brain? What are the little earworms that are programming your subconscious without you realizing it and therefore affecting your mental health? And when your mental health is affected, your physical health is also effective affected. I'm sorry. (laughs) So if we're going to be healing ourselves in a holistic way, we really need to take into account all aspects of our life. And music is a huge one. I mean, I live and breathe music and I think a lot of people do as well. It's a way to escape. It's a way to heal. It's a way to have someone vocalize and express what you're feeling when you're unable to vocalize and express how you feel. Music is very, very powerful. And music is such an important part of being a human, whether you're creating it or listening to it. I just uh, highly encourage everybody to be mindful of what they are choosing to listen to themselves. And if you have young, impressionable brains, impressionable, (laughs) impressionable brains around you, what you are exposing them to as well. For me personally, I have a high vibrational playlist. So basically all of the songs on this playlist that I listen to sometimes a few times a week, um, sometimes every day, it just kind of depends on the vibe. All of the lyrics have to do with positivity, growth, um, raising my vibrations, 
it's almost like a lot of the songs are affirmations, but in song form. So one of the songs goes, my energy is infinite. And that is repeated so many times. Honestly, my husband hates that song because it's so repetitive. And every time it comes on, he looks at me like, oh my fucking God, this again. But it is an important message. And you know, we all do. We're all energetic beings. Our energy is infinite. And sometimes it can feel like this is it. Like sometimes, you know, we're in a bad place mentally or physically and you just feel like nothing matters. The world is coming down on you. And we forget that we are energetic beings and our energy is infinite and it can feel empowering. Some of the other songs talk about being grateful, being grateful for what we have, being grateful for, you know, our loved ones, being grateful for ourselves. Other ones talk about just having an open heart space. And so a lot of the songs I listen to on this playlist are truly affirmations in lyric form, which is really nice because for myself personally, I struggle with taking time out of the day to write affirmations or to speak affirmations um, out loud to the universe and to myself. And so having a playlist that essentially does that for me that I can sing along to not only helps me to have those positive affirmations in my day to help me out mentally, but it also helps to ingrain those earworms into my subconscious mind in a positive way. They're I mean, all the lyrics are are great. They all have a great message behind them. They are all empowering. And so by having those kinds of earworms program my subconscious, it is helping my mental health. Um, it's helping to raise my vibration. It's helping me to kind of counteract different music choices that may have had a strong impression on me prior to learning the importance of song lyrics and how they can affect our subconscious. As someone who really struggled, uh, I would say, you know, from probably middle school through high school with self-worth and confidence, um, listening to a lot of the stuff I was listening to at that time and after, uh, even into college, really reinforced those struggles I was having. And so by creating a playlist for myself that has positive high vibrational music and songs and artists, it has really helped to kind of reprogram my subconscious and eliminate a lot of those, uh, a lot of those struggles I was having. So I hope that this all made sense. I hope that you were able to take something from this. I'm not trying to attack anyone for their music choices. I'm not saying never listen to, you know, your favorite artists again. Um, but I do feel that it is important if you are wanting to heal yourself in a holistic way to truly look at what you are listening to, the messages that you're telling yourself um, over and over again indirectly through the music that you're choosing to listen to. It's extremely impactful whether we realize it or not. And so just, you know, take a look. What what, what do you listen to in a day? How can you maybe incorpor- excuse me, incorporate some music that... Um, has a higher vibration, has a positive message that can help boost your energetic vibrations and your mental health. Okay, 
enough about music. <laughs> I think everyone gets the point. I could ramble on for like a year. So let's end the episode, as always, with a quote of one of my favorite books, Notes from the Universe by Mike Dooley. When you look in the mirror each morning, do you apply your makeup or shaving cream to your reflection in the glass? Ha! Of course not. You'd be locked up. Instead, you go to the source of the reflection. So then, when it comes to living the life of your dreams, the same philosophy should apply. Why try to manipulate the illusions of time and space when you can go to their source, the inner world of your own thoughts, beliefs, and expectations, where the real work is done anyway? End quote. All right, everyone, I hope you all have a beautiful week and be sure to tune in next week for a new episode. Love you.